Welcome to Polymuse. I'm excited for Polymuse. My name's Ben, the excited cousin. And my name's Michael, the berry-eating cousin. Ooh. So what's up with the berries in this? We'll get to that. Dude, this song's awesome. I forgot which one this was. <laughs> this is a great song. This is question. Question. System of a question with an exclamation point. Yes. It's not a question. It's a statement. It affects the tone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Question. It's not a question. <laughs> This is a statement of question right now. And the statement is this. This is a banging. What? Oh, my goodness. I forgot. There's. We'll get to it. It's frustrating. It's an almost perfect song. So it's very enjoyable. We switched time signatures four times. Frequent. But not in a circle back and forth, back and forth. Yes. It's progressive. Yes. They keep going forward with it, which yes. I think is better songwriting a lot of the time. I agree. We have different sections. The music video that accompanies it, which is sort of like a play Killed with different it. acts, could almost be similar. You're going from act to act. You're changing act to act, act to act, act to scene act. Scene to scene. Yeah, scene to scene. And you're changing your your like time signatures and your sections yes. of the song to kind of go along with the story. So the music video kind of matches up with it of the, the, the two children uh, in the eating berries and the kind of eating seeds is a pastime activity yep and the uh, kind of poison berries and a life cycle and a spiritual world after you leave your body and kind of death kind of thing is that what you got from all of that we just watched it i've never seen this video <laughs> i don't know that i have either actually and i forgot which one question was and then when we put this on i was like yeah i love this band yeah, this is a this is an awesome song an awesome song the video is cool when they're, they're just sitting down and they look like it's old-fashioned i'm not exactly sure exactly what it's supposed to be but they're like on a stage reading sheet music wearing bow ties it's more like a big band setup almost like 1930s where you've got everybody in a line everybody wearing ties everybody reading sheet music and it fits like the finger picking from the acoustic the way that Shavo is playing the bass like something about having them sitting down in that video just really grounds it and really brings those riffs out and shows you like how jazzy and clean they, they play jazzy and clean dude yeah. this isn't even like it's distorted and pounding but it is like clean like it's not garage rock at all like no. these are perfectly placed every note is like in there it's in the pocket it's really two verses and a couple choruses, so it's really not a dramatic shift in what's being sang. Right. Sweet berries ready for two. Ghosts are no different than you. Ghosts are now waiting for you. Are you? Nah. It works. <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds stupid, but right. when he sings it, it, sound, it works. Do we? Do we know? When we fly? When we? When we go? Do we die? When we go, do we? That's a good lyric, actually. It's simple, but that's do we know? Do we fly? And when we go, do we and die? He's singing that. We he's do. singing that portion. We fly, we don't die. Yep. And that's beautiful. The fact that it's forgettable, there's nothing in it. This is the problem with it. There's nothing in it that is not in any other song. If there was some, if they just like stopped the music and said like fuzzy pickles in the middle of this song, then I would remember that it was the one where they say fuzzy pickles in the middle of the song. But there's nothing <laughs> in and it shouldn't be that obvious. But there's nothing. It's just a perfectly, almost perfect. 
except for this, which is that there's nothing in it that is super catchy of of its own as a hook. Like even BYOB, you're like, that's the one where they say, why do I always send the poor? Or the one where they say, who the heck are you? It's these click in your mind. Like what part of question clicks in your mind though? It's just not the same kind of song. It's more like an opera song. It's more like a, it's, I guess the do we, do we know, but it's just not. I like that portion. It's not, it's good, but it's not as much of a meme as some of their other hooks where it's just repet something you can say. Like even I hope your stepson doesn't eat the fish. Like that's more of like a phrase, more of a something that sticks in your mind as a meme. That's the problem with this. It's almost perfect. If they had like a better vocal hook, something to s- totally separate it out. Yeah, I suppose. Where I- it's like you know that's the one and it's not just um <laughs> Well, I do like the the do we that he certainly hangs on, Serge certainly hangs on. Yeah. So I like I like that piece of it. I do like that it's still it's not as aggressive, obviously, as some of their other tracks. But we do strip it down, and we have some of the the singing and some of the the stripped down just just guitar. Yeah. On sections of it, I like that that we do amp it up a little bit, and then towards the back end, the closing of the song, we do have some typical the la 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 la. That part's cool. Yeah. We get some more of like, oh, we're going to wrap this up, System of a Down, more aggressive, pounding guitars and all that. I actually love this song a lot. It's good. I asked this song out. Did you? I did. Let's let's play it for them. Let's let them, before I reveal my grade, it's not going to be as high <laughs> as Michael's. I'll just tell you that because I don't think I have any S's left to give, but I was blown away on the re-listen and how you go? How about you? You're blown away. This is question with an exclamation point. I hope they enjoyed that as much as we did. That's a terrific song. I am already starting to forget how it goes, though, unfortunately. It's not (laughs) stuck in my brain, which goes to my point that it's amazing, but somehow unmemorable to me. And maybe that's a problem with me, but you gave the song an S. Yes. Easily. Easily. Well, not easily. I had to pick through some of the top stuff, but I did decide it made my S tier list. As I said, you know, I do talk a lot about lyrics and meaning and good writing and song structure but i still think we have some good system of a down elements i like when they can strip it down a little bit we get some quiet some melancholy system of a down and that acoustic even that does set it i mean that's not unique but sets it apart a little bit yes and what did you rate it well i wrote this is not what i gave it because i was wrong i forgot what (laughs) song it was so i had a c plus written there and that's inaccurate. So as we, on the re-re-listen, I love the progressive writing to it, where every time they go back, it's it's more intense, slightly different, slightly different rhythm, where they break up the rhythm differently every single time. It's not, and that's how I write songs too. Even if I'm going to, on the first Dino G album, it's like, if I'm going to repeat the chorus, I'm going to repeat it with a different rhythm. Like if I did it fast, if I did it slow, do it choppy, do it different, instead of just repeating the same or verse like anything that repeated i would try to as the song went if it was gonna repeat it's like well let's take it up a notch or take it down a notch or do something different we're not gonna repeat we're just gonna go forward and it's like what else do you want out of a system i'm standing i'm like give it the a plus i'm like "Mm." like what do you want dude this is perfect like what could you want out of a song i think if he said the word question mate like if there was a, a vocal hook that like really stuck like the dreaming all right thing. Is that that's not even the same song, is it? No, it is the same one. <laughs> yes. But that's the problem. They also have dreaming on the same album. They have sad statue, sad question. All these it's just uh, which one is which? It's not like the beginning where you've got Revenge. It's the one about revenge. Cigarro, it's the one about the cigar like something about it. It just doesn't quite have so I give it straight up A. 
<laughs> All that to get to an excellent rating. Excellent. Okay. It's a terrific, excellent song. So question. Ben gives it an A. No question. And I give it an S. Let's talk about a few other great albums from 2005. What else do you give an S from this time period? What else were you S'ing out well, back in the so day? Well, let's, so let's talk about the top 10 albums. All right. Ten, top 10 best-selling albums of 2005. A lot of these I listened to. A lot to a lot. Okay. So I'm going to do a countdown here. Number 10 was the documentary by The Game. You probably didn't listen to a lot of that no. one. I own that album, nice. though. The Game's first album, as he was signed to the, the G Unit label, though. I listened to a lot of that. Number nine was Late Registration by Kanye West. There we go. Listened to a lot of that. I listened to the first two Kanye West albums a lot with my brothers. Actually, edited versions. Because that's what we picked up from the local library. Library. Edited versions of Kanye West. Number eight was Love, Angel, Music, Baby by Gwen Stefani. Gwen, my girl. Did you listen to a lot of Gwen Stefani? No, I like No Doubt a lot, but... Yeah, I'm not, I don't know which one that is, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't listen to love that either. Feels Like Today by Rascal Flats. I feel like they were grouped in with Nickelback a lot. Could have been. I is feel it? like Rascal Flats is what people wanted me to play at weddings <laughs> during the food <laughs> eating part or during the chilling out part. They're like chill, right? They're like, they're chill. I Life is you. a highway. Do they I do love that? you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They do Life is a Highway? Yeah. Life is a Highway. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a cover, but yeah. Yes, it is. Huh. I didn't know they did it. But that was the co- like not, well, that cover was not, played. The Rascal Flats cover was played all the time. They're not like country, but country fans can listen to them. I think they're like or only women are allowed country-ish to country-ish pop is okay. how I would describe them. Yeah. <laughs> X and Y by Coldplay was number six on the list. All right. You do not like Coldplay. At the time, I bet you I would like them now, but at the time, <laughs> I had no tolerance. Like, if the songwriting was a. They use pianos in Coldplay, right? There's, yeah. It's not based around no. electric metal. It's all about. Real keys, baby. He's playing key. I would like it a lot now, I bet. More singer songwriting. But at the time, I was like, it has to be metal. It has to be distorted guitars. If it's based around the piano, that ain't rock to me at yeah. that time. I don't know. What do they call them? Are they rock? Probably not. They probably I are like lush pop. Lush pop? Is that a genre? Yeah, that's what they call like Elton John and stuff like that, where it's like oh. got violins and stuff in it. And maybe not quite like Elton John, but when it's like pop records where it's all about like horns and violins and like big swells and it's a more of an old school, like interesting. Like, just call like, it like, oh, what a wonderful pop. world, that type of sound where it's like, I mean, it's probably similar to that too. <laughs> yeah. There's, I'm sure, crossover. They're just guideposts. Yeah. Nothing is hard or fast in a certain. It says a British rock band formed in London. Yeah, I don't know. They ha- I know they have a guitarist, but they don't like base the songwriting around the guitarist, do they? I don't believe Isn't so. Isn't it more like? Yeah, I didn't listen to as much much Coldplay. So it says perhaps... rock band Coldplay, alternative rock, space rock. That X and Y is space rock. Space rock. Yeah. Not lush pop, sorry. That's all right. Not the kind of alternative rock that I'd put in with. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number five is Monkey Business by the Black Eyed Peas. Okay. I listened to a lot of that album. I think that was the first one that joined um, the female, Fergie. I think that was the first Her time delicious step. that she joined in the group. Number four, finally, one that you'll appreciate, American Idiot. Oh, yeah, Green that was Day. huge. That Massive. Was Didn't they uh, take a long break before releasing that? Yeah, I think so. Probably before and after that. It was big. I was into 
rock operas before that. Like my dad had given me Tommy by The Who, and I'm sure I had heard like The Wall by Pink Floyd. So I knew what a rock opera was. And then for Green Day to come out and say, we're going to do a rock. They were the biggest band in the world twice. There's people who thought <laughs> yeah. Wake Me Up When September Ends was like the first record they ever made. Right. And they've been making right. songs since like 1991. Yeah. They paid their dues. They were the biggest band in the world in like 93, 94. Whenever Dookie came out, yeah, they were extraordinarily famous. That's what I'm saying, that break. And then, that was that break of when this album came out. There I were three or like... four albums in between there, but you know, it, it didn't hit. Once they came yeah. out with the eyeliner... The red ties. (laughs) I mean, they were ahead of the game. Like they were, because they weren't copying anything. Like they were just like, we're just freaks. And then everything else copied them. And that's how it had always been. I mean, everyone had been copying them. American Idiot's cool. It's like a Broadway play and all that. I like the parts of American Idiot homecoming and jesus of suburbia the two really long like nine minute songs where there's a bunch of little pieces crammed in those work that's a rock opera to me a lot of the rest of it some of it you can take it or leave it some of that stuff and it's not even quite a rock opera really i mean you know and i've developed less of a taste for operatics i want just a really good song You know, I wanted all that stuff back in the day. I'm like, oh, I want different character. And they don't go this far with it. But this is like where the who and some of these other bands where it's like having tons of extra instruments and tons of extra vocalists and tons of extra whatever. And it's not really rock. Those two pieces are rock operas. Jesus of Suburbia and Homecoming are. And the rest of it's kind of some of it's awesome. Some of it. There's just no real story. They pretend like there is. Any of these ones where they pretend like there's like a story and it means more than it means, it's, it doesn't. Like it's usually just some decent songs. I think this album was criticized a little bit by the classic Green Day fans as well. Sure. As being more of a pop album than well, sticking to their vintage you know, stuff. They sold out when they left Lookout Records, but yeah. it's they've sold out many times since then. <laughs> Well, number two on the list, or sorry, number three on the list was Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. i just like to note, I listened to that a lot. American Idol was one of the biggest shows in the world still. Was that her at that time? first album? I believe it was the first one, yeah. Or and now the important she's got, one. Yeah, and I, th- I don't know if she was the, the first winner or one of the winners in the first seasons. Scoop that up from, uh, from my local library to have a listen. And she had two or three songs off that album that were massive, and uh, she was all over the place. Now she's got... A talk show or something. Doesn't that some of that kind of rock a little bit? Yeah. It's like, it's decent, like rock pop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Some of that Old rocks Kelly. more. What was I making fun of a minute ago? She rocks more than Coldplay does. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I would rather that. I For sure. She had some drums and some stuff. Some drums and some stuff. Some guitars. That was number three at just under 3.5 million. Just worth noting because number two sold about 4.8. So it's a big jump there to get to number two, The Massacre, which was 50 Cent's second album. There you go. I love 50 Cent. At the time, this was a a slip plastic cover into a fold-out case, a soft fold-out case. So that was really cool. Listen to that. Candy Shop, of course, the big song off of that record and number one and this was another jump over a million more copies pushing almost towards five million was the anticipation of mimi and that was mariah carey who was huge at the time this was pre some of her vocal cord injuries and disruptions that she had later on top notch this was an excellent album this is still an excellent album like jermaine dupree who was put out a few albums as a rapper but was known as a big producer was Mm. on 
on some of this and uh, great vocals, top songs. Some of this is still vintage stuff, classic hits, but Mariah Carey was number one selling album that year. So there are some of your top selling albums of 2005 of notes here since we're talking about top tracks freshman in high school so that's what was on the radio i that sounds about right candy shops kind of all anybody cared about <laughs> it was either that or lollipop or yeah Wayne's lollipop i was not into it then now i get it now i'm i didn't like it then because that's all people knew that was the thing they thought that that was like this is music yeah. this is all there is there's like four songs and two of them are 50 cent and two of them are Lil Wayne <laughs> there's no such thing as rock or alternative or metal like it really changed my grade specifically I was into like the Pixies and the Smashing Pumpkins I was right. into like 90s I was into a little bit of metal but more alternative more like I liked Nirvana I liked Alice in Chains I liked more underground not underground but like people doing their own thing every person is like nope we like Candy Shop we like Lollipop we like Soldier Boy that's about it <laughs> like four Boy. or five songs even not even like they follow the discography like Lil Wayne and all of the things he's doing and saying it's just like no we know these four or five and that's and music turned into that for a long time right it was just that it was just ass shaking music with no <laughs> and it's come back it's come a long way again lately we've toned the asses down well it's just there's more than one vibe there's the whole <laughs> universe of of poetry and music and everything else in the world and it's just they yeah. it's so there's lush pop i mean you didn't know that no. There's all kinds of ones you don't know. What do you think they call that Kelly Clarkston album? I think they called it Pop. Pop Rock. That's solid. I mean, rock. That's, that's good. They just added pop to a lot of things that didn't sound like they were specifically in their niche. Do you know she has an album called My December? Isn't that weird? That does sound weird. I mean, there's a Taylor Swift My December. There's what? a Linkin Park, obviously, that's, as we well, covered yeah. My December. So, yeah. S-tier song. Can't, yeah can't keep it all straight to be honest with you everyone wants to claim that month maybe we should be yeah, whose december is it i don't know what what month do God, we get? i don't think anyone can claim mm. the whole month i don't i don't think it's our december yeah let's share it can our, we have the people's december please and just polymuse december ownership over the means of december mm. but to catch us up your s list sugar suggestions war snowblind shame the metro prison song chop suey bounce Forest, Toxicity, BYOB. My S list is Sweet Pea, Sugar, Prison Song, Chop Suey, Deer Dance, Toxicity, Science, Mr. Jack, BYOB, and Question. We got so much more System of a Down coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned because we are going to just keep them coming. Keep hitting you upside the head with the System of a Down. Five star us. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>